Welcome to Two Hypnotherapists Talking with me, Denise Billen Mejia in Delaware, USA. And me, Martin Ferber in Preston, UK. This weekly podcast is for anyone and everyone who would like to know more about the fascinating subject of hypnosis and the benefits it offers. I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and psychotherapist. I'm a retired medical doctor turned consulting hypnotist. We are two hypnotherapists talking. So let's get on with the episode. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're, we're only one episode away from the end of the series, aren't we? Series two. No. I know, and I've got what looks like some good news today, Denise. <laughs> what was that, sir? Ooh, I, I think I'm being syndicated. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Where, where do you think you will syndicate I, to? I think I'm locally. Being, yeah, well, into the neighbouring county across the other side of the Pennines, mm. into Yorkshire, because I'm in Lancashire, of course. So, Yorkshire uh, is one of the biggest counties there is. Isn't it, it is. It, it is. Is it is it landmass or is it population? I think it's landmass. Yeah. In, in, in size, because because um, you've got like West Yorkshire, East Yorkshire, South Riding, North Yorkshire, haven't you? But Yorkshire right, as a whole I mean, it's at least, is massive. But for those who are not familiar with British geography, including those in Britain, it, it's one <laughs> of the ones we it's one of the ones we know, right? There are certain counties and they say, is that a county? I don't know. But that that one people know, if only for Downton Abbey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's own country, Yorkshire, they call it, don't they? And then of course we got Yorkshire tea. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's do, do, good. Do you know? Do you know when that will come to pass? Or I, I'm not sure. I just got middle? an email this afternoon from somebody uh, interested in syndicating my existing column. What's um, the name of your existing column? It's well, it's mental health and wellbeing with Martin Further in the uh, Lancashire okay. Telegraph. Mm. Yeah. So is that is that a decision for the editor, and they sort of bring you along for the ride? Do you sort of give? Do you, does that does your article belong to you still, or does it belong to the Telegraph? Um, as far as I know, it belongs to them because I just write yeah. it for them and that's it. I don't put any copyright sign on it because all I'm trying to do is increase people's knowledge on mental health and well-being and stop the stigma. Um, you yeah. know, I don't particularly write about hypnosis. I write about causes of um, things that, you know, can upset us, can affect our mental well-being. Obviously, I'm, you know, I'm not a doctor, I'm a therapist, but I work in helping people to feel better. Um, mm. I, I describe things that make people not feel good and I describe ways of making yourself feel better and general ways of looking after your mental health and well-being and physical health and well-being. Yeah, and um, of course this week you also add another little checkbox too. You should talk about that a little bit. Oh, well, oh, well yeah, you mean now I'm a qualified mental health first aider? <laughs> yes, because because you're going to be... Yeah, like, because I'm going to be teaching the mental health first aid course um, by the end of may mm. by the time i've got all my additional uh tool belt qualifications um which is great because i'm going to be teaching it on behalf of positive action in the community which is a charity in east lancashire who are funded by lancashire county council and it's a way of getting this training out there free of charge to people there's no charge That's for great. it That's yeah great. because currently to go on one of the mental health first aid courses as a delegate um, people are paying around about the three hundred pound mark to get that qualification as a mental health first aider. And, people, and these are these are they take that qualification because they're in a workplace that has X number of people, and so they need one. For yeah, people, but not just not just that, also for people just want to know. People who want to count. know, yeah, people who want to know, people involved in other organisations. Think about it. Say a girl guides leader. 
Yeah. She could be a mental health first aider. Then she would have more knowledge in the signs to look out for, how to offer um, assistance, how to offer support and information and, you know, signpost them. Yeah. Do they teach a general one and an adolescent one or, or they, is, it, is everything together? They, they do an adult one and they mm. do um, a youth one. A specific yeah, youth one. So now you're a syndicated writer. Yeah, apparently. Almost, uh, yeah. On a weekly, on a weekly, um, yeah. my syndication stuff is only monthly. So I did two articles a month mm. on the radio. Um, do you, and you have a, a growing individual practice that's being, you're referred to. You, mm. You're in association with two other clinics. Yeah. So are, are you getting to the point where you may have to find a new mini-me? uh no i'm 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 encroaching more and more into my evening time though now yes um, but 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 martin dear are you practicing self-care i am i am yes how much self-care are you going to need very soon uh well that's it that's what i say it's encroaching into my evenings and on my saturday mornings sunday is absolutely sacred um not for religious reasons but for other ones right um, well, both of you are off so you yeah, can do yeah yeah saturday morning i don't mind actually doing um client sessions saturday morning on zoom i find it mm. again it's a subconscious isn't it because it's a day what that i don't associate with the normal stresses and strains of phone calls and emails and things i quite mm. enjoy doing the client sessions on a saturday morning i just sit there and talk and you know give therapy and enjoy it okay in during the week you know monday through friday do you have any blocked out time that's absolutely yours no not at the moment and not for the next two months but after that i will do because the next two months i'm on that many different courses that i have to do to get all these oh, extra qualifications yeah. once i've got those i'm more or less going to be setting my own hours um mm. i will be deciding on what days the courses will be and at what times um so they could be you know from one till five in the afternoon monday tuesday thursday and friday which would be perfect right that's for each individual class that you're giving yeah yeah because they're, they're two-day courses split over four half days right i just think as the as the practices are i mean that you've only just started at one of them and you're mm. getting loads of people you've got another person who's referring you to your private to your mm. private practice admittedly those are clients that you're being able to to help it very rapidly yeah yeah well, so far. you can talk you can talk about that bit too because that is yeah. a fascinating niche it, it, it is but I'd, I'd rather um i'd rather leave that just just leave that sitting where it is at the moment okay um because it's such a very personal Listen, personal keep thing. listening in you'll yeah. find out what it is later <laughs> no it's such That's a very right. personal thing to the clients involved yeah. um I, I really wouldn't want to discuss it on air at the moment no the moment. but but i think it is it is you wouldn't you could discuss it without without outing any particular client oh yeah it is a, it's an actual thing and it's certainly pertinent in a lot more counties than lancashire yeah <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But I, I am finding that fascinating and enjoyable yeah. because, again, th this is with certain things with hypnotherapy. I mean, as you know, um, we all have different ways of operating it. So, for example, you you seem to do your your best work in, in two sessions flat because of 
the way you do your hypnotherapy in your style, um, mm. in your methodology, should I say. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas me, usually it's around six sessions. That's how I pace things out. Maybe, you know. Well, maybe, we, do, we do have slightly different audiences. Yeah, yeah. We all yeah. have our own ways of doing things. But well, these ones I've been doing, this particular methodology, it's like one or two sessions. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think it's more a question of I'd like to see a few more of these get exactly the same results before I. Before you start, yes, yes. But of course, those are also people who are seriously committed to change. Well, yeah, <laughs> about as serious as you can get. There's yeah. a teaser. <laughs> about as serious as you can get, I would say. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's good. So, I mean, really, things have, have exploded for you in the last few months. They, they this is ha- definitely your year. 2023 is absolutely I said, I, And yours too. I said it at the beginning yeah. of this year. This will be both our years. I did say that. <laughs> you did indeed. You did indeed. Things are moving forward for me too. Not yeah. quite as exponentially as for you, but they are yeah, moving but, forward. But they are, aren't they? What, what else have you been up to? I mean, I know you've got this new sleep course. Oh, no. Well, yes, I had the new, the, the sleep piece, which is a piece mm. of a larger program. Um, I do see clients specifically for, for sleep. But sleep is, is so fundamental that it has to be part of any major program. So mm. the one that will launch in a couple of weeks is Be Radiant, which is more about self-acceptance and changing the things you can change and deciding what what is it that you want to change. Mm. Um, and a lot of people... I've never really, I see a lot of older women, not necessarily old like me, but you know, they, they, their kids are growing up now, they, they're coming up for air and, and they realize they want to tweak things, but they don't necessarily know what it is they want to tweak because it's just all mission. Mm. So we work on that, that uh, I have a, a, a more segmented wheel. It's, you know, the, so career sort of things, money sort of things, you know, to go over each of these and how they interrelate. Of course, there's weight control, can't say the other word, in in this because I've never met a woman yet who's happy with her weight Mm. all the time. Maybe a few, but but I'm, I'm glad you said that and not me because I would get called sexist for saying that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that they're fat. I'm saying that no, no, I'm, I'm saying that they're, they're never happy with weight. It's not necessarily that they aren't. It's the messages you get from society that's telling you. Yeah, that. and so that's part of what we're going to. What are you supposed to weigh when you are five foot two and seventy? You mm. know, is there some? Yes, there's some statistical stuff that will say yes, you'll be healthier at this weight, but. But there's so many other aspects to it. And health is not usually the first thing that people think of. Excuse well, me. yeah, I mean. Frog in my throat, yeah. Okay. It's like, okay, we all know to lose weight, you need a calorie deficiency, basically, on the amount of energy you're using. You need to consume fewer calories than you're burning to lose weight. But it isn't the only factor. No, I know, I know that. But... I mean, I can remember what as, I mean, my weight issues are sort of, I wouldn't say famous now, but are well talked about. Um, one of the things I used to do when I went on one of my many crash diets was cut out all fat and get obsessive about it. Well, actually, you know, fat tastes nice in <laughs> some things and, and it's it incredibly carries, good for you. <laughs> exactly. And there are lots of things that are good for you in it. And, and some of your vitamins only get there that way. Too, yeah. So. Yeah. Well, again, all, all the years of crash dieting and putting it back on and this, that and the other, you know, I would cut out sugar completely. 
and do that mm-hmm. as a diet. I'd cut out fat completely. Or then I'd do one where you cut out carbs and eat loads of fat. And, you know, end result, always the same. You know, not feel well, not feel good, and pile on a load of weight and get back where you were before, and some. <laughs> yeah, of course, there's always the rebound effect. Yeah. Yeah, so, but it's not a, it's not specifically a weight loss um, thing, but we'll probably spend a fair amount of time with it because I think the group will want to. Mm. And, and so it will sort of morph depending on what the group needs. I have the basic, this is what I'll do this week, but the, um, the Q&A may go wherever it will. Mm. Do, do you, I know you said you help more women than men. That's the, you know, the sort of. Yeah, I think it's, um, there might be a, a little bit of bias because I know a fair number of male hypnotists and I don't know what their makeup is of mm. clients. So, but it, it may just be that women want to talk to women and, and it, that's why I get referrals. You know, mm. Since I've seen women and then they talk to other women, <laughs> maybe yeah. that's kind of a bias. I don't market specifically to women. The weight loss thing, probably I will. Weight control. Control. <laughs> <laughs> that word. But the, both from a, a, a mental health, you know, mindset way, but also from a marketing way, because you get put, get the ads pulled if you use the word, because people have overpromised and underdelivered for so long. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if this group really whether if a male wants to join the group, how well that would work, because the group itself has to to work. Mm. Most of my work is, is independent. So what gender you are doesn't matter because you're the only other person in there with me but in a group setting it might you need a group that bonds together though don't you and when you're talk when you're talking about things you know like i feel fat um Mm. whereas if you know you and i met first on an seo course it didn't matter what gender anybody was no you remember you were one of a very limited number of males (laughs) yeah i was one (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i think there was i think there was another person in the first group um, the very first group we were in, there was one other guy, Jeff, I think. All right. Um, yeah, but you were you were the chattiest one. No, there was no <laughs> there was no guy in the group I was in. The you first remember? One. Okay. No, okay. no, I don't ever remember another guy in that. Um, no, not at all. But but I I felt quite at home there. I'm perfectly at home in the company of women. I, you yes. know what I mean? Absolutely at home. Yes, um, but 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 are women necessarily? They, they may be comfortable with you as an individual. Mm. But I think there are some things that we get shy about talking about. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you have to have rapport within the group as well as with. Yeah, the- of course. <laughs> and you know, women want to talk about. This sounds so sexy. It's women stuff. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. If we want a conversation about periods or the menopause or anything else, they don't particularly want to have that conversation in front of men. Same as yeah. pelvic floor exercises or weak bladders. Um, yeah. you know, at certain times and, in their and probably, life. And probably men would be reticent to have those similar conversations the other direction. Well, you've got, but, your, own, you've got your own plumbing. To exactly. Not just, the stuff, not just the stuff in your house right now. Ex- exactly <laughs> with men. It's usually conversations on, on the plumbing, yes. Um, or, or lack of functionality. Let's put it, let's mm-hmm. keep, uh, yeah, that's as involved as we need to get on this podcast anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally get what you mean. So what else do you think? What, what kind of things will come up in conversation then in that group where you could think of something that would help? Um, well, the things I, I'm expecting us to be talking about is self, is body image. 
Mm. And, I, I, and 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 feeling like you're being seen that's mm. a major issue for many women um mm. they may you know may end up being a group of, i don't know yet i haven't looked at the, the makeup of the group it may well be people who are younger than me and are looking at the workplace situations and, and are they being heard is their voice heard is their voice valid and voice work is really interesting mm. as a physician I remember one time I was an attending. No, I wasn't. I was a fellow. And I was running a code. And a and an inter male intern. It's all females around. Mm. A male intern walked in. And of course, men on the battlefield, their voice goes further. And this is essentially mm. a battlefield when you're running a code. <laughs> and um and he was like shouting all the orders. And afterwards, mm. and I said, excuse me. Senior doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and uh, and then it's, it's okay. We're okay. <laughs> but but in, in many situations, they aren't ignored. It, it, there is an assumption that the male walks in, even though more than 50% of the medical school classes now are female. Mm. Um, it, it is still a presumption that the guy's the doctor and the girl's the nurse. Well, you said that that happened to you in your previous career as a doctor. You could walk into a room with a male nurse, but they would speak to him as if he was the doctor. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and it wasn't that he was misidentifying himself or not wearing the correct no. ID. It's just there's that assumption. Mm. So you'll 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 speak to them and say, and then and they look over to the nurse and say, Is that true? Mm. So <laughs> there are actually now more females than males on these doctors' courses, trained yes. to be doctors. Yeah, yes. yeah. I I knew it. I knew you had parity, you know, more or less. But there's no, actually now more now. women. Oh, good. So much of your socialization mm -hmm. is, you know, the th the things your parents expect you to do, the things your yeah. your your neighbors expect you to do, and you ex absorb that, and that is how you identify. It becomes but part it of your belief systems. It, it does, but but it also it isn't part of your intellectual system. So you think you know that you're good enough to do something because mm. you've passed the damn exam. Excuse me, you've passed the exam, and <laughs> but but there's that imposter syndrome that comes up, and I'm sure guys get it too, but I don't think they get it to the degree that women do as a as a large group. Mm. Individuals, individual results will vary. <laughs> for women, there's always that. Oh, excuse me. Would you, um, would you mind? We always say please and thank you. Mm. Or invariably, a woman says, and if you don't say please and thank you, then you're a bitch. <laughs> men, I'm men, glad you said that. that. <laughs> I mean, but that's, but that's the, you know, but a woman goes in and has a, a strong, this is what we're going to do. Mm. You, you are perceived as somebody who's stamping her foot and having a temper tantrum. And so oh, yeah. the, well, most, yeah. the most senior and most experienced person in the room. Yeah, there you yeah, go. That I'll, isn't global, but but we're, we're it's just always in the background. I've, yeah, I mean, this is it. Though. I've heard this so many times, Denise, and this is one thing that really pees me off. Um, okay, you get a male who is leading a team or whatever in some kind of business situation, and he's really revved up and firing everybody up and this and that and the other. Oh, and he's a great guy. Woman does the same kind of thing. Oh, she's being hysterical. Oh, she's being emotional. Yeah. Oh, it's the menopause. Oh, it's a period. Yeah, straight off. That, oh, that pees me off. That really pees me off. <laughs> well, think how it feels to be a female. Yeah, that. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah we, it's true. But that's 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 really the the crux of it. Yes, people will lose weight if you're happier. 
you lose it, it there's so many things people may come to the program because they want to look good in a bikini i mean that's just mm. a long time ago for me but you know some people might still be in that age group and and yet the real issue isn't that the real issue is are they happy in their relationships do they have a good relationship with their children all the other bits of your life because you have to live all of it all at the same time you may be concentrating on one aspect but it's all happening it's not like you can sort of stick a pin in this part mm. and come back to it later no, absolutely perhaps, perhaps with a career but not completely mm. because you, you've got to know that you are losing ground if you're not actually working on your career mm, absolutely yeah but that's the thing you're saying about losing weight that's the thing when i do weight management with people mm -hmm. i do it over six sessions we do not talk about food after the first two it's never mentioned yeah. again it's never mentioned again because it's not the food that's the issue it's the thoughts they attach to it and it's the rest of their lives yeah, yeah exactly it's, it's something else that's wrong but we don't talk about food there's no point if you concentrate on it you'll just get hungry <laughs> <laughs> that's what i always say you spend all day talking do about you, food you're just going to get hungry do you encourage them to buy pineapples uh, no i do mention it though <laughs> <laughs> Reward yourself is what you mean, yes. Yeah, no, I, I just love pineapples. It gets rid of that sugar craving, for one thing, mm -hmm. for me. But they're incredibly good for you, and it's just the kind of fruit that agrees with me. I'm not – I've never been that much of a fruit eater. Mm -hmm. I, I like grapes. Um, I like apples and oranges and pears, but I don't eat what you call soft fruits, plums, raspberries, berries. I don't eat any of those. Um, I, it's the texture. I'm not very keen on them. Yeah, you could – Put a load in a blender, make a smoothie, I'll drink it. Not a problem. Oh, you don't go looking for it. No, I don't go looking for them. If on the supermarket shelves you can have every kind of fruit there, I'll invariably grab a pineapple <laughs> or a yellow melon. They're nice. Mm -hmm. Depending on the time of year. Watermelons, not keen on them. All those pips. <laughs> oh, you get seedless ones over here. Oh. <laughs> Genetically modified or something. All right. <laughs> bread, or at least bread not to have seeds. Um so that was a little trip down something. I don't know where we went there, but... No, neither do I, but as usual, we go all over the place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have Larissa next week. That's yes, we last, do. our last season. And did we decide when we're going to, because we want to wrap for at least a month, did we decide when we're going to come back? I, would, I think we'd said May the 7th, hadn't we? Yes, that rings a bell. Yeah, it rings a bell with me too. Yes, we will. So um, when, when, when you're will listening... Have... When you're listening to this, if it's the first week it goes out, there's one more week of this season. And yeah, with Larissa. With it. Who's yes. talking about hypnosis without hypnosis. Interesting concept. Mm. And then, and then um, there'll be a, approximately a four or five week break and then we'll, come, we'll pop up again. And we're going to have, um, well, we'll be on episode one of that. And episode two is Bender Rhodes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we have plans. And we hope you join us again. <laughs> it would be, I would, would make a little plug in how usually they say like and subscribe. Yes, but also comment. We'd like some feedback from people other than, oh, jolly good job. That's nice. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, like some actual feedback. Start a conversation. Leave something in the yeah. comments. Make it kind. Yeah. <laughs> it can be kind, but you can disagree kindly. Oh, That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's <laughs> not a problem at all. Um, you know, just don't be unkind. That's a good general rule to leave on for this episode, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> As always, lovely to talk to you, Martin. Talk to yeah, you soon. Yeah, I'm you, Denise. I'll be, see you bye on the bye. next one. Okay, bye.
We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please remember, this podcast is designed to give you an insight into therapeutic hypnosis and is for educational purposes only. So remember, consult with your own healthcare professional if you think something you've heard may apply to you or a loved one. If you found this episode useful, you can apply for free continuing professional development or CME credit using the link provided in the show notes. Feel free to contact either of us through the links in the show notes. Join us again next week.